Merry Christmas, everyone. We're so glad you joined us for our New Hope Chapel Christmas Eve service. I hope you enjoyed the video that we just put on the screen. And I hope that you noticed or recognized some of the scenes that went on as the artist went through the different parts of the Bible. They started us with Adam and Eve. Did you know that Adam and Eve were waiting for Jesus to be born? That might surprise you. But right after the first sin, after they had taken a bite of the forbidden fruit, they knew everything had changed. Their relationship had changed. They all of a sudden saw they were naked and ashamed to be in front of each other. Their relationship with God had changed. They uh, heard him walking in the garden, calling for them, and they hid instead of gladly greeting him. And they found out that later, when God gave them the consequences or told them about the consequences of their sin, that a lot of the other things had changed too. Their marriage relationship had changed and it would no longer be the peaceful harmony that it once was. And they would have to toil and have hardship for the rest of their days on the earth. But in the middle of all those consequences that God was giving them and telling them how the world is totally different now that they had introduced sin into it, God gave them a promise. He gave them a reason to hope. It was what he said to the serpent. And he said this, And I will cause hostility between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. He will strike your head, and you will strike his heel. Jesus would come and crush Satan's hold over mankind. Then, thousands of years later, God gave Abraham another promise about the one that was coming to rescue them. He said, I will make you a great nation, Abraham, and I will bless you and make your name great. So you shall be a blessing and in you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. So God would send a descendant of Abraham to bless not just his people, but to go beyond that and bless every family in the entire world. Then fast track hundreds of years later, and we get to Moses. And God told Moses that the one he was sending was going to be a prophet greater than he was. He said, I will raise up a prophet from among their countrymen like you, and I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak to them all that I command him. Then, many hundreds of years later, God reiterated the promise of the Messiah to yet another person, King David. And he told him this, I will raise up your descendant after you and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. God gave the promise of the Messiah to the prophet Daniel who was living in exile in Babylon. Until Messiah the Prince, there will be seven weeks and 62 weeks. Then after the 62 weeks, the Messiah will be cut off and have nothing and the people of the Prince who is to come will destroy the city and the sanctuary. It was the first time that God had actually given a time frame in which the Messiah would come. It would be 483 years until Jesus began his ministry on earth. So how long did the people wait for God to fulfill his promise? Well, there's more than 300 prophecies that God gave over a span of thousands of years. And so the people prayed, come thou long expected Jesus. But why do we sing these words if he's already come? Well, we have more to remember than how God has already fulfilled his promises with Jesus. 
when the nation of Israel was in exile, carried away by the enemy, Isaiah gave them a promise to have hope for the future. For he said this, For a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. There are two sets of promises given about the Lord's coming. Jesus has fulfilled 300 of them already, but some have not yet been fulfilled. He came, he died, and was risen again, but there's still more to come, because when he returns, every nation will bow down to him and call him Lord. He will rule the nations with truth and grace. So we sing, Come, thou long-expected Jesus, because he is coming back, and maybe not in our lifetimes, but he will return because God fulfills his promises. And when he does come, he's going to gather all of the people who had believed in him together and give them a share of his inheritance. Are you ready for that day? Can you wait for that day with longing in your heart? Or do you dread it? All he wants from you is your trust. You want, he wants you to believe that he is the son of God and was raised from the dead and that he has conquered sin's hold over you forever. He's done everything that was needed to happen for you to have a relationship with him. And all he wants for you is to believe. And then you can join the happy throng and sing with all of your heart, Come, thou long-expected Jesus. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you what the Savior's birth means. We thank you that he came, he lived here on earth, represented mankind on the cross, died and was rose, risen again. We just thank you, Lord, for that. We thank you for the reason for Christmas. And I do pray for anyone who's watching this video, that if they are feeling a desire to commit themselves to you, that you would lead them to do that. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, Merry Christmas, everyone, and have a great holiday.